following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. beginning uh and we're coming to you currently from the halfway point of the thursday night game where the minnesota vikings are leading the steelers 23 nothing uh a game where a lot of people were concerned do we start delvin cook or not delvin cook coming back notoriously 11 days after a separated shoulder a lot of people expecting delvin cook to not do much tonight uh on the complete other end of the spectrum guys delvin cook at the half has 14 rushes 153 yards, a 10.9 yard per carry average for two touchdowns. Um, Kirk Cousins is 10 of 19, 124 yards and a touchdown at the half. Alexander Madison, three rushes, 20 yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson leads the way receiving four Minnesota, six for 67 and a touch. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, obviously not doing too well if you're down 23-0. Ben Roethlisberger, 8 of 11, 68 yards. He's been sacked four times. Najee Harris, uh, 17 yards on seven attempts rushing. Deontay Johnson, seven yards rushing. Three receptions, uh, 27 yards receiving. Chase Claypool, the next closest at three for 17 himself. Uh, But now we are going to do as we always do on Fridays. We're going to jump right in. We're going to get underway with the plays of the week. Uh, players we want in on, players we want out on this upcoming fantasy football week. Uh, starting, as always, at the quarterback position. Let's see what I can get here. Uh, Dak Prescott, obviously, one of the first people here. He's your 10th-ranked fantasy quarterback. He missed, obviously, a game in there. He's had a couple real stinkers, the Chiefs game to note. Uh, only two points last week against the Saints. He only had 11 points, however... He does draw Washington this week. It's his first of two times in the next three weeks. Washington's 31st against the quarterback in the league. Dak Prescott should be fired up on all accounts here. If you've got him, you really want to make sure he's in. Uh, guy who's expected to draw a decent game, I, I'm not trying to jump on board really here, uh, is Cam Newton this week. Cam Newton's got the 31st ranked defense of the Falcons. However, Cam Newton's coming off of what should have been an easier game against Miami last week. And he mustered a grand total of six points. Uh, Cam Newton, I don't think, has shown he's got control of the Carolina offense as much as he did week one when he proclaimed, I'm back. Uh, And I guess we'll see a little more of that as we go forward here in the fantasy season. But I'm avoiding him if you can. Trevor Lawrence, another pick. Until probably year two or three, I'm not looking at him as a viable fantasy starter off off the blocks, even against a good matchup with the Titans this week. However, Derek Carr... Your 14th-ranked quarterback, he's got the 29th-ranked Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, he had a rough game last week. However, um, we are only four games removed from the Chiefs game in which he put 20 points up. He hung 20 points in standard leagues. 
against Dallas, two games go as well. Look for Derek Carr to bounce back this week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has a good matchup this week against the 27th ranked Chicago Bears team. We want to fire him up if we if we've got him. Zach Wilson might not be a bad spot start this week. The Saints haven't done much. You you might be sitting there going, oh well, you know what Zach Wilson done? Zach Wilson had 21 points last week in fantasy, threw for 226 and two touchdowns. Uh, I like the upside at least. They're starting to get healthy there. Elijah Moore is the top receiving option, especially with Corey Davis now being done for the year. Zach Wilson in a weird flex. Not a bad decision there. Baker Mayfield, a quarterback here who draws the 25th ranked Baltimore. I'm not jumping on that. If Cleveland's in this game, it's due to the run game. Uh, Joe Burrow, on the other hand, has a really nice matchup. He sees the 49ers. They are 24th in the league. I like his matchup. I'm a little concerned about the right pinky, however. Uh, Last week, you know, bashing his hand as he's throwing, he comes down with almost a mallet finger type injury. Honestly, his his pinky finger is the size of a bratwurst through the back half of that game. Fire him up at your own risk. Um, High upside, but high risk as well on that. Taysom Hill, on the other hand, he gets the Jets. uh, 23rd against quarterbacks. I don't necessarily know if he's going to be like the quarterback savior, but we know what he can do on the ground and through the air when he needs to. So, I'm okay with Taysom Hill as a super flex position. Uh, Pat Mahomes, a game he should have a good game against the Raiders, but you never know what you're going to draw. It was literally only four weeks ago against the Raiders. He threw for 406, five touchdowns, his highest output of the year so far, and then follows it up with 7.5 points against Dallas, a bye week, and 12 against Denver. Um, obviously, we're hoping, and if you've got Pat Mahomes, it's tough to sit him. This is a game you got to hope he's going to really bounce back at. Guys, we want to avoid, though, Tom Brady. Obviously, if you got him, you're probably going to play him, but he does have the first-ranked Buffalo Bills pass defense here. Uh, no matter what they've done last week, teams are beating them in the run. I don't necessarily think that's going to equate over to, oh, we're going to pass the ball a lot with Brady to Fournette. I think they're going to do their best to try to check Tampa this week. Matt Stafford has the third-ranked defense of the Cardinals. Not as much concerned about that. Stafford's been very good the last couple weeks against some tough teams in Green Bay and Jacksonville, 21 and 24 points retrospectively. Um, I mean, their first time against Arizona this year, he had 19.3 points uh, in a loss. So I'm A-OK firing up Stafford. It's a tough game, but I think you can do it. Obviously, if you got Jared Goff, I don't know why you do, but you don't want to play him. Uh, Matt Ryan, same thing. They have a tough game against Carolina this week. Probably will more than okay to avoid. The New York Giants avoid all three because I don't think Daniel Jones is going to play, and I'm not sure Mike Glenn is going to play. So Jake Fromm might be your starter, and nobody wants to hear that. Kyler Murray, he gets uh, the Rams as we already discussed that. He's coming off of a game against the Chicago Bears in which he probably should have looked a lot worse, and he hung 30 points up, one of his higher outputs of the year. In the game against the Rams, the first time around, he threw or he had 22 points. Kyler Murray's more than fine to play this week. Uh, going to step over to the running back position here, guys. Alvin Kamara should be getting the full green light, and he plays a bad Jets team. You want to get him back in your lineup as soon as possible. Do it. Don't look back. Uh, Houston is the next team with a good matchup. <laughs> they get they get the Seattle Seahawks, uh, but that means you have to have faith in Rex Burkhead. Uh, as a really, really desperate play, 
go for it, but not somebody I'm willingly starting. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire here. He's got a good matchup, that's for sure. Two of his last three weeks, he's been over 10 points. I don't necessarily love the matchup, but Edwards-Hilaire should be more than worth at least 14-plus points this week uh, when the Chiefs take on the Raiders. So, worth your play. Look at Darrell Williams to possibly take some points from him. Uh, outside of the Dallas game, Williams had 11 points again last week. He, The game before that, before Edward Slayer came back, he had 31 points against the Raiders. So it seems like they're going to go more towards a backfield split. Edward Slayer is not necessarily being the player he was hoped for when drafted. Javante Williams here, guys. Williams coming off back-to-back massive weeks, 20 points and 32 points respectively. Uh, they get the Lions, who are... Tw- 29th in the league against the run. Melvin Gordon, I don't think, is still fully healthy in this situation. I am firing up Javante Williams. If you've got the two of them, I'm probably benching Melvin Gordon and firing up Williams solely. Uh, Alex Collins. I actually picked him up and started him in one league. It's a goofy spot, uh, spot start here. I don't love it. I don't like anything about Seattle's running backs. But... Collins is facing Houston. Houston most likely is going to be losing big. They're going to run the ball down and close the game. I could see Collins having a 15-point game, and it's not going to be a pretty one, but he'll do it. Chuba Hubbard has one of his best matchups he's had all year. Uh, He's got the Falcons. I expect it to be middle of the road. I I looked on these stats a little bit earlier. Chuba Hubbard's best game this year is 19 points. Um, I think 15 from him against the Falcons would be a decent enough game. I don't know if it's something you're going to fall in love with, but I think it's something that will get the job done nonetheless. Saquon Barkley, he's got a matchup with the Chargers. They're 26th in the league. If you can find a way to not have to play Saquon, I don't necessarily need him in. The last three weeks, he struggled to hit 15 points. He hasn't been really efficient since week four. Um, Saquon's really struggling. It's if, if you need him desperately, you got to play him. But I don't like that still. He hasn't proven anything. Austin Eckler, a big matchup this week. Your second-ranked fantasy running back, he's against the Giants. They're 25th in the league. Obviously, if you got Eckler, you're going to fire him up, but expect big things this week. Elijah Mitchell, he's got another good matchup as well. He's got the Bengals. The big question is, will he be playing? Didn't practice again today on Thursday as the time of recording. He's got a concussion and a knee injury. Uh, if he cannot go... I think you're realistically looking at Jermichael Hasty, who's probably going to take most of these carries. you got to hope the best if you're dealing with something here where you don't have Elijah Mitchell. It's unfortunately almost like a coin toss, especially with the fact we don't know if Debo's playing this week. Uh, updated news from the Thursday night game here. TJ Watt has left the game with an injury again. Looks like he's re-aggravated what he had. Um, last one we've got here, I'm going to go Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman seeing the Jags. Um, his last game, 109 yards. He had a decent game. He looks like he's number one now with Derrick Henry gone. Jags are 21st in the league. That's a very solid flex uh, flex play needed. To the other end of the spectrum here, guys. Uh, maybe not as great matchups. The <laughs> New York Jets. I'm going to start with that. Just say that because... Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson. I don't want either of those guys against the Saints. Saints are first in the league against the running back. Um, Without Michael Carter, you can sell on that. The the next one here, kind of a goofy one. 
Atlanta versus Carolina. Cordero Patterson's a bit different. Patterson already got them a couple weeks ago. He had 18 points against the Falcons. Yes, he's had he had a down week, an up week, and a down week the last uh, three that he's played. I think he's more than worth your start. He's been incredibly consistent this year, and he's not just your running back. However, I don't like Mike Davis. I don't know who does anymore. Uh, the Washington football team, Antonio Gibson, probably in for a tough game again. I know he's had some real hot games lately. Uh, three of his last four being over 21 points. However, Dallas has been really tough, and Gibson's been fighting that shin injury all year. Um, I'd be willing to tell you to fade it. I don't know if he's going to have the best matchup this week. The Jaguars, James Robinson and Carlos Hyde, avoid both of them. They're facing a really tough game this week with the Titans, who are fourth in the league. However, James Robinson's not even guaranteed to be the number number one running back anymore. He's been benched recently. Don't worry about it. Um, Leonard Fournette, he's worth your start here in terms of production. He's going to see passes out of the backfield. Don't expect three touchdowns on the ground again. I guess uh, I know Buffalo's allowed that as of late, but I don't think New England dials up that play call without wind last week. Um, let's be fair. The Titans, you had one of the better running backs in the league, and the Colts, you were missing two of your top run stoppers with Buffalo. I think Buffalo will be fine. They'll pull out just okay. Nick Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they've got a tough matchup with the Ravens, who are seventh in the league. I'm okay with both those guys this week. I think it's a nice bounce back. We're gonna we're, we're gonna move on though from running backs. We'll go two tight ends. Travis Kelsey, one of the best matchups he could have. He gets the Raiders. Uh, the last game against the Raiders, he had 21 points. It's his highest point total since week two. Uh, I'm expecting Travis Kelsey to have another bounce back game here. He's still your number one tight end fan in fantasy, and the Raider the Raiders are dead last in the league versus the tight end. Uh, your second best matchup this week: Austin Hooper, David Njoku. Uh, Joku's obviously not playing. He's on the COVID list. Hooper should open up to some targets, but I don't necessarily love him as a real flex spot. If you can get him to the 5-7 to seven target range, he might be worth 10-12 to 12 points. Um, but there's so many better options, I think, this week. Houston. Brevin Jordan had a couple good games. He didn't see much last week. Uh, the Texans were getting absolutely throttled. He only, But he's seeing anywhere for, he's seen three to four targets a game. He can capitalize and turn one of those into a touchdown. He's been a 10-plus point player. Uh, he's got the Seahawks. They're 29th in the league against the tight end. I like Brevin Jordan this week. Jordan Aiken has not stayed active, so we can't like him. Evan Ingram's starting to climb up. He's got a decent matchup. He's had five, six, and five targets the last three weeks. He faces the Chargers, who are 28th in the league. Evan Ingram, Ingram's almost worth a sneaky flex play this week. Uh, New Orleans, not really worth it. No Adam Troutman. I don't like Jawan Johnson. Darren Waller's got a good matchup. He faces the 25th ranked Chiefs against the tight end. Uh, Waller, the last game against the Chiefs, only six points. Uh, four for 24. He had the big game against Cincinnati before he, he got dinged up. Or before he he got hurt with 20 points, one of his higher outputs of the year. Gets hurt against Dallas on Thanksgiving. Doesn't play against Washington. Uh, looking to fire up and come back after having a week off. Dawson Knox, this is what I really like, guys. Knox had been consistent all year. Comes off a really, really rough game with New England. He drops 
quite a few passes there. He saw 10 targets against Indy, turned six catches to 80 yards. Uh, three catches on three targets for 32, two touchdowns against New Orleans, and then dropped a touchdown and a crucial first down against the Patriots on Monday night. The tight er, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 24th in the league against tight end. Dawson Knox has proven every time that he gets knocked down this year, he comes back stronger. I'm almost expecting Dawson Knox to be a force this weekend, and he's going for at least one touchdown in 75 yards. Uh, the last one I'm going to talk about from the top half here. Uh, I, actually, that's about it. Cause I don't like Seattle. I don't like Washington, especially with Logan Thomas, unfortunately, being done for the year. And I don't like Tennessee. To the back half, though, things we can avoid or fade. Gronkowski, uh, he faces the number two defense of Buffalo. I think he's more than okay to really buy in on, though. He's been seeing a minimum of nine targets since coming back. Um, there's only two games this year where he's had less than eight targets in a game. Obviously, he missed four games in a row after week three, came back, got it re-injured in New Orleans, and missed another game after that. But he has been super consistent since. I'm not going to try to bluff you and tell you that he won't be a factor I would be shocked if he has less than five catches this week. Uh, Detroit, TJ Hawkinson might have a tough matchup here. Hawkinson against the Broncos. Broncos have been phenomenal against the tight ends this year. Hawkinson's been admittedly struggling. He His last three games have been good. He's gone over 10 or into double digits each one. He got blanked against Pittsburgh. Had the bye week. He had three more games with 10 and three games under 10. Um... I think Hawkinson you could almost avoid this week, especially if you can get a better play. Tyler Higby, he's been tough. Mid, middle of the road, tight end two. He's got a very tough matchup this week. We can avoid that. CJ Ozuma, a tough matchup. He is also middle of the road. He's one, uh, one scoring position lower. He's got a tough game against the Niners. We can probably avoid him for the week. Ah... Uh, I don't think we want anything with Green Bay. We don't necessarily love Jacksonville, especially with Dan Arnold out. Pat Fremuth, I played him tonight. Obviously not showing like it's working very well yet. Minnesota, Tyler Conklin, a tough game. The two guys play each other. Um, but that'll kind of do it with that. Let me see if I can pull up some info here on the wide receiver chart. Roto baller, wide receiver, cornerback matchups. Here we go. Another fun week of wide receivers and quarterbacks. <laughs> DJ Moore, solid game. Again, he's expected to see Fabian Morrow. Had a good game against Atlanta the first time around. Tariq Hill comes back into a nice game. He's expected to see Brandon Fackison. Deontay Johnson was expected to have a good game against Patrick Peterson tonight. He's only seen three catches through the half. However, I don't know if that's in part on him as much as it really might be that... Ben's not getting the ball out. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of... Not not really big fan of, of Terry McLaren this week, especially against Tra- Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs has been an absolute monster in coverage. Uh, Jacksonville sees Tennessee. <laughs> I don't want to play anybody off of uh, Tennessee without a starting receiver there. Stephon Diggs against Jamel Dean, I think, is going to be interesting. I think Diggs is really going to have to work his way out and have value this week as well. Um, 
Marquez Valdez Scantling has a very good matchup against Artie Burns this week uh, with Chicago. That could be something to exploit. Eli Apple expected to cover Debo Samuel. Big news for Debo coming off his injury, providing he is healthy and good to go. Not a big fan of Christian Kirk really against Darius Williams this week. Darius Williams has been very locked down. Obviously, the Philadelphia trio, Nelson, Slay, and Avante Maddox, they're on a bye this week, so you don't have to worry about those guys. Um, I, If it wasn't Jacksonville, I'd really like this play. But Laquan Treadwell, not an awful pick against Janoris Jack Rabbit Jenkins this week. Michael Gallup, a good play too. He's got William Jackson. William Jackson's allowing quite a few points a game. Uh, so look at Michael Gallup. He already had a big game last week. Jerry Judy here, he has a solid matchup as well. He's starting to finally turn it on. Four for 70 last week. Judy's got A.J. Parker, who's allowing almost 13 points a game. Uh, Jalen Gordon, a guy I'm going to flat out call out. New York's not great against the secondary. Jalen Gordon's going to see 90% of the targets probably. Um, Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen's out. They both are on the COVID list. Big, big news there. And C. Lamb, who's been lining up slot lately, he gets Danny Johnson um, from Washington, who's allowing 10-plus points a game. I like C. Lamb's potential as well this game. Guys, I think that'll about do it, though. Um, any other questions, if you've listened to this before, obviously the games go live on Sunday. Jump on on Sunday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Facebook at Pod or on Twitch, at Tiki Tribe TV, uh, myself, Jason, we will be on there. We'll be answering your fantasy questions. Start them, set them, what, you, what we think on the week. And we'll be more than happy to uh, bounce some ideas off of it with you guys. Shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Session Buffalo, uh, Charlie at Renegade Studios, Dar- uh, Damien up at the Platter Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and our newest sponsor, Chicken Dippin'. Because that's right, guys. Nothing goes better with football than some chicken wings. And nothing goes better with wings than blue cheese. You want to really optimize that blue cheese? Get yourself a nice chicken dip and hit them up online and Instagram at chicken underscore dippin.com or at chicken underscore dippin or hit them up at chicken dippin.com and uh, tell them Kyle sent you from Spread Those Wings. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.